0: And welcome to Alive Again, Pet Loss Radio, a division of and a tiny little show on PetLifeRadio.com. And what do we deal with? We deal with pet loss, animal communication with those on the other side, afterlife, and comeback kids, which means your pet, might can come back to you. So today, we're going to have, and we had in our Facebook group, go on over there and join if you'd like to, a winner of our questions, because when we do the radio shows, oftentimes in our group, we ask questions, and our members from all over the world have just the best. And Kitty Stein is our winner today, but before we get to Kitty, go to Facebook, join our group, and we also use those questions on our sister television show called Pet Loss TV under my name, Brent Atwater, the animal medium, over on YouTube. So, if you subscribe there, you'll get a weekly question or sometimes bi-weekly question and answer feed about pet loss, afterlife, and animal life after death. And I throw in some animal communication and animal connection techniques. So, we're really thankful today that Kitty was voted. We took all the members from all over the world, and they voted Kitty's question best. Miss Kitty, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you. And you're calling from—I'm fine. I'm always rocking. And you're calling from New York?
1: Yes, I'm calling from Bayside, New York.
0: How's the weather up there today?
1: Today it happens to be beautiful, but we're going to be getting some rain.
0: That's what I noticed. Now, you had the winning question out of our group of about 51,000 people. So what first prompted you to even think about the question? Well, I'm
1: constantly reading all the questions and all the comments on Facebook and I'm seeing that a lot of the participants are getting some kind of signs, you know, heart signs, rainbows dreams, all of these things, and In my lifetime, I have had a bunch of dogs and never got any signs, but more recently, it's almost going to be a year, we lost, it was a street cat that we kind of took care of, took to the vet bed and everything, and he was more like a person, he was like the general of the neighborhood, and he kind of lived a long life, I mean, he made it to probably almost 20 years old. Wow. And he was such a vivacious, he was more like a dog than a cat, and I was just wondering how come he didn't send us any kind of signs and I believe in it. I ask for it, but nothing.
0: Your question is, why do some of us get signs from our deceased pets and others get nothing? Correct. Okay. First of all, for those listening, go into the archives of our shows. I think we have if you don't know what signs are and you're a new listener, Deceased pets do send us signs for those that get them. And if you, we have a queen cat that just sends heart shapes out of the uh, just every day, but go to our sign shows and it will tell you different things that you can look for from signs of pets on the other side. Okay. I think one of the reasons, Kitty, that a lot of people do get messages is that they're open to it. And as you said, you're a believer and you're open to it. Now, when. People, and I'm going to take this in increments so those of you who are listening can learn, after your pet first passes, you're in horrific grief. And a lot of people think that grief will cause your pet to stay around you more and cause them to send more signs during that time. And that's not true. And the reason being is when you're in your most extreme grief, you're like a sparkler. You're like crying and and your energy is just really aberrant and spiky. And again, it looks like a sparkler, just pushing out energy, pushing out energy, pushing out, because you're taking the emotions in your heart and you're pushing them out through your tears and sometimes through your anger and sometimes through your guilt and just the fact that your fur person's not there to meet you every day and to hug you every day. And when you're pushing all that out, it's really hard for your pet to come into that really stochotic energy that you are having because of extreme grief. Now, regular grief, that's perfectly fine. In time, your pet will penetrate that because remember, they're in an energetic energy form on the other side. And when you have excessive, keyword excessive prolonged grief, that is going to push away energy that would normally flow into your energy field so that your pet can send you a sign. So the next thing that you need to look for is to be relaxed and ask, I ask you to give me signs. And usually say, I ask you to give me signs within two or three days, give a time frame, And this method literally came from the Bible, because there is a uh, section in the Bible where God tells one of his servants to ask, and within 72 hours, he did receive the signs. Now, recently, (laughs) I went through a thing where I was asking. I didn't get a single sign. And I'm going, excuse me, I teach this stuff. I should be getting a sign here. And the answer to that is, go back and ask again, because sometimes it's really important about the specificness of what you say. I mean, that is key critical specific, like, come visit me in my dreams. Okay. Does that mean in this lifetime, in another lifetime? Does that mean in my past life? Because remember, your pet's living energy is in all of time now. It doesn't have a clock. It doesn't have to be somewhere at two o'clock. It doesn't have to be somewhere at seven o'clock. It can be anywhere, anytime with you. And so when you say, come to me in my dreams, it's going, whatever, whenever. So you want to say, come to visit me in my dreams tonight. Now, Or now, you know, if you're getting ready to go to sleep. And always say, and so that I can see the sign and understand it as a human. Because they might come in there, rock and give you a media show that you just went, wow, that was way cool. And you can't remember it. I have a tendency to not remember things. So I always say, when you send me a sign, I am a human being that needs it really clear so that I can understand it. And so that I won't forget it. So that I, in fact, know it's a sign. And that's, again, your limitations to your human body on earth when they're on the other side with a different energy form sending you signs and you just sort of like slept through it, but you woke up and going, yeah, it's a really nice thing I had last night. Don't know quite what it was. Or you wake up, and you go, I had a fabulous dream last night, but uh, let's see, what was it about? I don't know, but it made me feel good. So ask very specifically about clarity that you, the asker, can understand. Then if you don't get an answer on dream, ask why, because sometimes... It's not time for you to know the knowledge. And I know the question I asked that I got uh, on. It wasn't time for me to know the knowledge. But so I asked and they said, you're not supposed to know now. And I went, gee, thanks. This is really wonderful. Mm -hmm. Another thing, you have to invite the energy in where you literally say, I invite you, I ask you and use the word ask because free will choice is what we all have on earth to live with. And so you say, I ask. And the minute you do that, all of your angels are standing up going, okay, we're on duty now. But if you say, well, you know, I'd like to hear from Fluffy. They're all going, pfft, whenever, whatever. But if you say, I'd like to hear from the street general today, by the end of this day, ah, that's different. And you say, I ask to hear from my cat. And here's what you want to say, previously known as. Because his name might have been Fluffy on Earth. And that's what you say, previously known as Fluffy. When I asked to speak to Mike, my fiancé, who was killed, I say, I asked to speak to the energy formerly known as Thomas Michael Ramster Welford. Okay? And the reason you do that is because his name may be Rockin' Kitty on the other side because he's so <laughs> fun to be around. So you ask to speak to the specific name of the cat previously known as or previously in its past lifetime known as. That helps. Another thing is that they have found, and these are studies, I know Ted Andrews has in his book on connecting with your spirit guides and those on the other side, he said, do it about the same time every day. Now, you're going, well, what does that matter? They're dead. Well, here's why it matters. They're alive and well on the other side, rocking out, partying, and having a good time going, hey, whatever. And again, I know I've said whatever, but this is what you have to understand. They don't have a time frame. Zippity-doo-dah, they're in Paris. Zippity-doo-dah, they're walking with you on your errand. Zippity-doo-dah, they're standing behind you at Walmart. So you want to be specific about the time frame. And if you do it every day, then it's sort of like it takes about two weeks every day at the same time. And even Ted says this, just contact your spirit guides. It takes about two weeks for you to get their attention on the other side and be able to get a sign from them and ask them for a sign. Now, when Mike was first passed I would say to him, Mikey, let me hear from you. He'd say, whatever, I'm going sailing. And I'd, excuse me, I want to talk to you now. Well, I'm going sailing. Bye. And I'm going, okay. And then there were times I'd be doing something and I never thought I'd do this. And Mike would come up behind me and I could sense him and I didn't want him there. I'd say, Mike. I'm down here doing a radio show. Leave me alone. Go go somewhere else. And I never thought that once he started giving me signs, I would ever say to him, go away. I'm busy. I'm on earth. I am doing. I have to do this. And he'd go, okay. And I'd have to literally tell his energy to go away so that I could do what I was doing on earth. But that came from contacting him normally at a regular time every day. And it's sort of kitty. It builds up. Once you start that initial contact, then you can change it up a little bit and once they get the idea that you really want to interface and change with them they'll be there more the second thing is signs are not necessarily always hearts or clouds in the skies or all these wonderful things it's when you're feeling them and all of a sudden you start crying well that's a sign that they may be standing behind you because if they come into your mind and you're crying That means their energy is so close that your soul feels it and it's palpable. And a lot of people don't understand that that's spirit letting you know, woohoo, I'm right here, right now. And people don't take that as a sign, but it is because you're being enveloped by their energy and your soul recognizes it and you'll just spontaneously, you know, start crying. Now, when you say others nothing, I think that really in time, everyone. Can receive a sign unless they're like mentally or physically handicapped so that they can't comprehend what's going on. I think it's just a matter of some, like we have a cat in our group, Selena. I mean, that cat is a one busy cat. It is the most sign conscious cat I have ever met in my entire 20 years of doing all this. And I'm sure you've seen the pictures. You know what I mean? It's like, Lord, I'd be telling her to stop. I'd be saying, honey, back off some. But I think that's fabulous. But I think those who have nothing. It's just a matter of consciously, on an ongoing basis, opening that door. And it because when I look at dead pets and talk to dead pets, I have to ask them, may I have permission to talk to you? And that's something you may need to ask your pet because I have had just a pet last week that goes, nope, I'm not talking. I'm going, oh, no, don't do that to me. Cat says, I'm not talking. So I had to reschedule the client to another week because cat wasn't talking. And I couldn't make it talk. So the first thing you also want to do is say, may I talk to you? May I have permission to talk to you? Because they might not want to at that time. So ask their permission. Then ask very specifically, how are you going to send me messages or signs? They'll tell you. And you'll hear that in your heart. And mostly when you're relaxed, like a lot of people get messages in the shower. Everybody goes, in the shower? Yeah, because you're subconscious. The water is draining and removing any and all you know energy that's aberrant to your etheric field. It's just cleansing it. And a lot of people hear a lot of things in their head and they just blow it off and think, ah, that's nothing. Well, that's a really powerful place to get messages. Uh, walking by the shore, walking around water, that's a very powerful place for messages. So I think that eventually everyone can get a message. I think it's just in how you ask it. I think it's how you ask for permission to talk to the pet at that time, and I think it's how you ask at the time of day on an ongoing basis, like specifically say, I ask, rather than how about a, or send me a sign. Sounds
1: like they want to make us some of us work harder than
0: others. Well, here's what I think. I think a lot of people just sort of blow it off and think, oh, I'll get a sign from my pet. And what's important is the free will choice. Because I said to Mike, I cried for like six, seven years. And I said, why haven't you sent me anything? He said, you never asked me to. (laughs) And I'm going, what? I've been crying, Mikey, 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 talk to me, talk to me. He says, you never said I asked you to talk to me. He said, I ask is an indication that your free will choice is in full bore. It's so it's more about doing it specifically. And doing it in a way that is not just, well, send me something. Let me know you're alive. I ask you to let me know that you're alive and well. I ask you to come visit me in my dream tonight and show me so that I can understand it. You do have to when you first start. Now, some people just jump off the bat and there they get their stuff. (laughs) It took me a while. But usually after about two weeks, you'll get very specific answers. It takes about that long to connect the energy because You're allowing your energy to be softer and easier with an expectation. And if you say 72 hours, then you just go about your day and open your mind to whether it's a song or a dropped penny or a ladybug or a cloud that looks like an angel. Or just when you think, you know, the time's run out, you walk out of the store and there's a sign that said, Bear Man Loves You. Did that help at all?
1: Yes, it did. I'm going to try everything you said and I will let you know, you know, if I get any change.
0: Yeah, and what I'd like hilarious. to do, let me, you know, when you when you do that, let us know in the group and then I will go in there and I will see or I will use your words and look at them and see if, in fact, they need to be refined even more. But the most important thing is ask permission to talk to them because you'll hear it okay. inside your head. It's real. It's like now cats can just say no and yeah. get attitude. I was,
1: I was taking notes. I was taking notes as you were talking. So I have all the notes down, and I'm going to follow it very specifically. And, you know, I'm in touch with you anyway, so I will definitely let you know if I get any change.
0: Well, I look forward to it, and I just about expect you will. And also do it when you're relaxed. You know, this is terrible to say, even if you want to have a glass of wine or, you know, have a little toddy in the afternoon and want to sit down and talk to them. I I know a lady who every afternoon, would she like beer? She and her dog, this was a farm dog, and she and her dog would have a beer every day about five. They had a working horse farm, and he literally got killed by a horse, kicked him in the head, and he passed. And so afterwards, every day, she said, I just can't do this. And I said, yes, you can. Go have a beer with your dog every day. And so it's a ritual. They, after they've cleaned up, fed everybody, they go out and sit and she has her beard and she talks to the dog and she just has a real good ongoing conversation with him. So a routine that you had is a good thing as long as you're talking to the living energy and that's the speed bump in your mind you got to get over. You have to talk to the living energy because they're alive and well and most people go, they focus on the dead. Well, he's dead. No, his fursuit's dead. His per person is dead, but his soul and that living energy is there and once you get over that speed bump, I mean, sometimes you'll just have to tell them, go away, I'm busy, leave me alone. And you'll look at yourself and go, I never thought I'd do that. But you do. So, Mm -hmm. thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, any other questions you might have?
1: I don't think so. You know, like I said, I'm going to try it. Wait and see if we get any signs. I totally believe in all of this. For people as well as animals, I sometimes get signs from people in my dreams. Oh, wow. You know, I've been waiting to see if I would get a sign from any of my animals, but they don't like. Okay, you did. You said a
0: perfect point somewhere in there. Like Selena wasn't sending heart signs until Diane asked, and then once she did, I mean the floodgates opened. So, oh, I know she gets a lot of heart signs. Oh man, that's a creative guy. So what I'm saying to you is, the most important thing is, don't wait for a sign. Specifically, ask. I mean, I hate to say this way, get up in their face. And the minute you start using the word I ask, it just opens all the doors because that's the key word of free will choice that opens a universe that just floods a portal. Because there was a time when Selena did not send all his hearts and Diane said, I'm not getting any signs. And I said, have you asked? Well, no, I was just waiting for her to send one. No, 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 no. Don't wait. Ask. So I'm going to look forward to your post and uh, anybody out there that's listening, come on over to our group. we will. Come on over to our group and we'll see Kitty post, I got a sign. <laughs> I will. <laughs> because, listen, if you're so gifted and so open that you're receiving them from humans in your dream, it's just a little tweak that you need to do because you've okay. already got see. The bottom line is you already have that capacity. Okay. I will like I already I'm already going to work capacity. on it. Okay. I'll look forward to it. You go have a wonderful day. And thanks. We'll go to have a break from our sponsor. Bye-bye. Okay. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Uh-huh.
2: Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Tired of wasting money on giant boxes of litter that don't work and don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter with concentrated power. So even a small bag lasts one cat 30 days. Outstanding odor control, quick clumping, lightweight. It's even flushable. World's best cat litter. Everything else is just litter. Find it near you at www.itsnotjustlitter.com. That's www.itsnotjustlitter.com.
3: Active4Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with a vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active4Pets app. Vaccinations, medications, Test results and more. Active4Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active4Pets. Ready to try Active4Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of Active4Pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848.
2: Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free, and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the
1: Pet Expo! Hi, Jill. I see you and Bella are enjoying this lovely day as well. It's a perfect day for a walk. Isn't that right, Bella? And what a colorful ID tag you have, Bella. It certainly puts my Rusty's boring engraved tag to shame. Isn't it great? It's a dog tag
2: art tag. Dog tag art? Yeah. Dog tag art makes the world's coolest pet ID tags pick from hundreds of cute designs or upload your photos or artwork to create a unique tag of your own. They even give you four lines of text on the back of the tag for important contact information.
1: I love it! But do they hold up? We have to replace Rusty's metal
2: tags so often because the information wears away. Dog tag art tags are some of the highest quality pet tags out there. They're made with super durable stainless steel. Your information is always legible and the tags are guaranteed for life. Well, I'm sold. Where can I get
1: my Dog Tag Art Tag for Rusty? DogTagArt.com. Shopping there is so easy and fun. You're sure to find one that matches Rusty's personality perfectly. Sounds great. We can't wait to get online and get a tag of our own.
3: DogTagArt.com. We keep best friends together. Use the coupon code RADIO for a 25% discount off any tag.
0: Hi there. We're back, and today's show is questions that were sent to us by our Facebook group members, and we will have Bill Ree with us in just a minute. Now, if you want to join us, come on over there. There's about 51,000 of us plus and growing. We're global, and we have lots of people who speak multiple languages, so that's not a barrier, and all we do is help heal hearts. If you'd like, you can also see our weekly questions on my YouTube Pet Loss TV show. And we answer questions, like I said, on a weekly basis and sometimes bi-weekly so that you will be able to have your heart healed or at least get through this horrific time that you're dealing with. Now, Mr. Reeves, where are you calling from?
2: Monument, Colorado.
0: All right. And your question is, If your pet chooses not to come back, do they help you find a new pet and guide you to them or you to them? So how did that question come about?
2: Well, it came about, I lost my sweet little Maya Lynn Border Collie uh, back in February. Uh, She was with me for 14 years, and she was one of those dogs to where, when I'm 99 years old and I look back at all the pets, she's the one that's going to stand out above all the rest. And I always hope, in fact, still do, that she will be coming back to me. And about three weeks ago, i have been going through breeders, looking at maybe a year down the road, things like that, of uh, finding somebody that I would want a new one from. Out of the blue, one of the breeders sends me a photograph of a five-day-old puppy who has the markings almost identical to Maya's. And the only difference is she's a red and white versus a black and white.
0: Excuse me. i, I got to say, those of us who love red and whites, <laughs> booyah. Friends over here, if I could get him to bark on cue, I'd have him bark on cue to represent all <laughs> the white border collies out there. Go ahead.
2: Well, she uh, stole my heart immediately. And even though I hadn't expected to do it for a year or more, I couldn't stand it. I called the lady up and I said, here's a credit card. She's mine. I'll be there in May.
0: Is she and, uh, prick-eared or bent ear?
2: She's a prick-eared. Ah,
0: okay. Fred is prick-eared, so uh, that's my favorite.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Well, I got to thinking later on, after I'd done this, wondering if I was being too impulsive, because I expected it to be a lot longer time. And as much as I hope and pray that this is my Lynn come back, I got to thinking, well, if she decided not to come back, did she show me this dog is the one that she wants me to have? And that's kind of where the question came from. I want it to be her, but if it's not, I'd like to know that this one has my seal of approval.
0: Oh, wow. What a great question. Well, first of all, like I said, Friend and I go, yeah, for the, <laughs> the trickier red border collies. I mean, to me, that's what started my whole journey in doing this. When Friend was born with that bee on his bottom, that started my whole soul's mission to change the world of Fluffy's dead to, you know, there's a whole nother world out there and they can come back. And for those listening for the first time today, we need to tell you that only 30 to 40 percent of pets do come back. And you're going, okay? why is this necessary to know? Because a lot of people think, well, I miss them so much and I love them so much. They're definitely coming back. Nope, that's not a reason. The reason pets come back, and this is what you've got to think about from a higher spiritual level, is they come back to have lessons with you and to evolve and to have a spiritual journey with you. That's the purpose of you having a pet and sharing a journey with them because we're all on the earth school. That's the key word. We're all on the earth school, and it's all a learning journey. Now, the minute you were saying this, and I really wish I had the pictures here, is I definitely think that if your heart connected without any hesitation whatsoever, that that is definitely a stamp of approval because a lot of people go, well, I'm going to wait 4.5 years. And then all of a sudden, this little fuzzy piece of something comes walking up and looks at them in the eye, and their whole soul gets stirred. And when their soul gets stirred, that's it. It sounds like that's what happened to you. And I think that if that's the case, that your past dog definitely sent this piece of love bug to you so that your heart would be full. Especially since, you know, men tend to be very analytical and very one, two, three, four, which is wonderful for business. And you had decided that, you know, it would be good business in here to have another pet. Well, Milo's going, I don't think so. I had looked, and the only one I know how to share this with you is I had looked for two years for a friend because I had promised my other prick-eared red border collie she would get up on my desk and stand and look at the computer when I was looking at border collie sites. And just inherently in my heart, I knew that she was telling me, go look at that site when I'm dead. I didn't want to think about that, but my gut said, that's what she was doing. So I promised her one day. I said, I promise you when you've gone to the other side, and at that time I wasn't into doing what I'm doing now at all, I said, I promise you I'll do that. And from that day forth, she would lay down and not have to stand up by the computer anymore. And then she did pass, and I got woke up in the middle of the night, one night, and my head said, go look at the computer. And I said, I've just been on the computer. I just went to bed at 11 o'clock. And they said, go look at it again. I said, did you not understand me? I'd just been on the computer. I've looked at all the videos. And my intuition said... There's another video. They just put them up. Go look at it. And like you, I looked at this picture, and everything inside of me screamed, that's my dog.
2: Yeah, that's about what happened.
0: And it's not about, and this I want to clarify for those of you who are listening out there, it's not about the exact markings. It's not about the eyes. I mean, we have a person in our group who just had a a cockatiel reincarnate. And it was really interesting because she had previously chosen a cockatiel that was not her pet. And she kept saying, I think this is the one, I think this is the one. And I said to her, You know, you got to really look at this carefully. And she put this picture of all, did you see all those little naked baby birds?
2: Yes, I did.
0: I mean, I've never seen a bird so naked in all my life. I'm going, Lord, she's worrying about that bird coming back that doesn't even have feathers yet. I mean, bless their little hearts. They were just so tiny and naked. And uh, she wrote me and she said, Is Jesse in there? And I just said, "Uh, Yeah. She said, Tell me which one. And I wasn't going to do it. And here's why it's important. Your heart chose your dog. Your heart chose your new dog. And everybody says, oh, it's the look in their eyes. No, it's not. Oh, it's the look in their soul. It's the feel in your soul. It's not the same markings. It's just something that once the connection is there, that yes, it is immediate. It is undeniable. And you don't bother to ask anybody. You just go forth on it. Now, when is that little lady moving into your house?
2: I'm driving up to Idaho the last weekend of May to pick her up.
0: When you say, how does uh, your new pet help you find a pet? Well, yes. If they're part of your heart, just like Electra was part of my heart, she would stand and look at the computer and let me know, go to that website after I've passed. And then my heart woke me up and said, go look on the computer. And of course, I fought with that. And then when I did, I knew it was friend and he was out in Arkansas. So they had to fly him to me. So yes, your old pet will definitely help. And you can ask, ask the old pet to help guide you to the new love in your life. The next thing is when there is a God animal, and there's a whole article on that. We're doing a whole uh, little show segment on that. A God animal is an animal who brings major changes to earth, and that's what they came to do. And usually when there's a God animal, they don't come but one time to do something just really extraordinary. And they will always lead or send their owner to a new animal. That's just a given. And when I'm watching feel like a pet that's, you know, reincarnating, they'll go over the death line like I did last week. They go over the death line. You'll see them turn into sparkle form and then they'll turn into the pet that they were. But this God animal turned into a huge giant angel. And I just went, whoa. And I said to the person, you know, you happen to have an angel as your pet that came in a fur form. And they said, well, I really want that pet back. And I said, well, It wasn't a pet. It was an angel, and here's the dog that your angel is going to send you. And the angel literally showed me the brand-new pet that was going to be coming into this person's life. And they, like you, said, I don't think I want one. It's going to be five and a half years. This isn't going to happen. And about three months later, I get this (coughs) little email that said, "Um, Brent, you know, after we had our reading the other day, and you said that this and described this pet was coming back, and I was going to meet him somewhere, and I went, "Uh uh-huh. And she said, well, it's sitting here beside me. And I said, that's good. Because the deal is, Mila doesn't want you unhappy. The deal is love. And obviously, her pick was to fill your heart now, (laughs) even though your business schedule was a year out. And I completely and totally applaud you for leading with your heart. And of course, choosing a prick-eared red border collie doesn't hurt. But... Yes, pets do help you pick who's next. And if it is your pet reincarnated, because I haven't seen pictures of either of these, you just know. And it's not about the eyes. It's not about the fur pattern. It just is. So you're right on. I mean, you listened, you heard, and you responded. And now you're going to have a little piece of joy in your life.
2: Yeah, her three sisters are going to be real happy about it.
0: I think that's <laughs> exciting. Have you shared these on in our group yet?
2: No, I haven't shared the new pictures yet. I did send a photo on uh, Facebook of Maya when she passed, and that was absolutely the hardest moment of my life that I can remember.
0: You know, now, one thing I'm going to say, when you have a connection like that with Mila, you'll always have it. And even though, what are you going to name the new pup? I'm sure you already have
2: Mariah. Oh, yeah. Mariah Lee. How
0: oh, pretty. What's <laughs> her name going to be proper?
2: Mariah Lee Reeve.
0: But, I mean, are you going to call her Mariah Lee or just Mariah?
2: If she's in trouble, probably Mariah Lee, formerly Mariah.
0: <laughs> well, I think that, you know, when you have someone like Mariah in your life, even if it is a comeback kid, even if it is your Mila reincarnated, let me warn you that you will still have moments of pain in your heart for Mila, And the reason is because she's a thread of your being. Right. Do you know what I mean when I say that?
2: Yeah, That's like, you um, know,
0: Mike's been gone for like almost 17 years now, and there are days when I have crying breakdowns. And so what I do when I have that is I just say I'm crying to celebrate the love that I got to feel and to experience. And so if you're looking at Mariah and you feel that twinge inside of you for Myla, and go ahead and honor it. Because it's really just you honoring the closeness and the sensitivity, and it takes more than one thread to make the fiber of your heart, you know?
2: Yeah, Maya is, I don't know, I guess as close of a soulmate as you can get other than your wife. She really uh, turned this family upside down when we got her, and when she left our other three dogs, have we've got one on antidepressants now. Are you serious? uh, yeah, I'm serious. Uh, we've got another 14-year-old boarder. The two of them grew up together, and she's on antidepressants now. The vet put her on it. Truly. And, yeah. And the other two, uh, their behavior changed dramatically. They're starting to get back to normal, but everybody still goes by where her crate used to be and just kind of sits there and stares for a while and then mope away. And uh, she really uh, did a number on the home when she left and when she came. She turned it upside down as well.
0: Hey, When you're special and you've got presents... They remember you when you come, and they remember you when you go. That's true. (laughs) You know, I don't mean that disrespectful, but, I mean, that's truth. I mean, like you said, if they turn it upside down, she wouldn't have been that special. Now, are you keeping the crate there?
2: Yes, I am. I haven't been able to bring myself to take it out yet.
0: And are you going to let little Miss Fluff let that be hers?
2: Yeah, I think
0: we're going to. Because I'm hearing that's going to be Miss Fluff's little crate, Uh uh-huh. Yeah, it sure is. You stated that your other pets were on antidepressants. What behavior were they exhibiting to merit that? And did you show them or let them see Mila's dead fursuit to let them understand that she had passed? Well, they,
2: they didn't see that because we were at the vet when, when she passed. The oldest one, Cheyenne, she's the other border collie, 14 yeah. years old. She just stopped eating oh. completely. She would get out in the yard go do her thing, and she wouldn't go, and to some point still won't, unless I am right next to her and touching her, and fortunately, she's got good aim, but uh, if I try to let her out there on her own, she just stands in the blue yard and house, and uh, so that's when I figured we had to do something, Uh, so I took her to the vet, and the vet said antidepressants, so we put her on, and she is improving. The other two, one of them got very, very aggressive, which uh, is highly unusual for her, and uh, then Took the other over the one,
0: alpha dog role.
2: Yeah, and the others were perfectly willing to let her do that. But she kind of lording it on every, over everybody, and I took her to the vet, and the vet did the same thing, antidepressants as well. And then the other one just completely stopped eating. Uh, but before I could get her to the vet, she started acting a little more normal, started eating again, and uh, she... She still gets in front of the crate and looks in the crate from time to time, and you'll hear a little whine, but then she walks off and she'll come back in the living room with the rest of us acting like she used to.
0: That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, One of the things I do know is that sometimes, as horrific as it may sound, if you will allow the current pets to smell or see or be around the deceased fursuit, it sometimes will stop what I call missing part, you know, the phantom missing part and right. just let them be aware. And of course, they're going to grieve because they've been part of their life for the, the longest time. But I think the good part of it is soon and the wind, they call it Mariah, will be in there <coughs> swirling up their lives and totally uh, changing the dynamics of your home so that, um, that it will be a happy place again. And I do hope that you will share your photographs in our group so that we can see this little wonderful piece of small person in a fursuit. <laughs> and with that, we're going to say to everybody, we hope that you've enjoyed our show today. We hope that you will come visit us over in our Facebook group and ask your questions. If you have a question, you can send it to me at brent at petliferadio.com. And we want to thank Bill and of course his red prick-eared border collie story, uh, which I Yay, which uh, a friend is over here talking Totally honoring that uh, sharing with us today and check out our archives. We've got a lot of shows back there that talk about a lot of stuff that you can play 24 seven that will help get your heart through this. And if you'd like to follow me, we're on YouTube, uh, Pinterest, Instagram's where all the cool happening stuff is that we take shots when I'm filming and all that. And then Twitter, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. This is Brent Atwater, the animal Medium. Bye, 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 bye.